What's up, y'all? Thanks for joining us again in another very special episode of Behind the Bar. Uh, my name is Chandler Phillips, and with me, as always, is your co-host... With the failed drops, the amazing, the best, the producer, James. Yes. And before we get into it, just want to remind you, if you want to be a barfly with us and shoot the shit, remember to review, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, this week uh, on our uh, episode of Was That in Good Taste, we're talking about cryptids, um, which are mysterious animals, uh, like the Bigfoots, the Chupacabras, the Loch Ness Monsters, all the things that we say exist, but don't say it exists. It's, they're, they're in this weird liminal space, and I Ooh, think it's ah. about time they stop being marginalized. Uh, <laughs> oh, animals of color, creatures of creatures um, uh, of unsubstantiated existence they've been denied anyway uh but that's (laughs) we get into that more in was that in good taste but uh in honor of uh cryptids and mythical beings and and all that good stuff we are featuring a very special uh gin in our uh in our bar today it's one of my favorites it is Harahorn Norwegian sp- Small Batch Craft Gin. And uh, I was really excited to get this one. The reason we picked this for our um, for our Cryptids episode is because the logo, the branding of this gin features a jackalope or a Harahorn, um, a hare that has the horns of a caribou. Ain't that pretty neat? That is actually... Pretty interesting. I don't know what a caribou is, but I, I feel it. A jackal, or like a caribou is a, uh, it's like a reindeer. It's it's an elk, or like just it's it's all the same shit, pretty much. It's an undulate. It's, uh, I don't know. They they all kind of they run around. They guide Santa's sled. They're in that that Arctic circle of things. That's hot. It's <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anywho. Um, it's one of my favorite gins. It's a really interesting one because it's got so many featured botanicals in it. Um, real quick history on the gin itself. Like I said, it's a Norwegian small batch craft gin, uh, coming out of Det Norske, uh, Brenneri Distillery in Norway. It was originally released, released in uh the fall of 2015 and it won gold in the san francisco world spirits competition winner winner chicken dinner okay it's uh it's it's got some it's got some clout uh that was back in 2016 that it won these awards um i've tried it since and it's it's so unique and it's got so many interesting featured botanicals like i said um to name a few it's got uh you know your classic juniper berries that you expect in any kind of gin. Tiny, yeah. often dried, spiced, raisinets, good in like stews and shit. Is very yeah. They're kind of like if you took a blueberry, but say, hey, pretend to be a peppercorn. Yes, actually, I feel, I vibe with that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah, okay, yeah. um, and then in that same vein, the this gin also has uh blueberries, rhubarb, and uh bladder rack which is a type of um, algae or seaweed 
that's uh, native to the North and Baltic seas, as well as the coasts in uh, the Pacific and Atlantic oceans, but it, it thrives in cold water. That explains why I've had to go to the bathroom so much since dehydrated. It's all that seaweed. <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, because my it's, bladder is racked. It's just. <laughs> Look at you making jokes. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Um, Where about the bar, man? Tell me, like, you know, what, what is, what is, like, we, we had a little bit of it. We tasted it. Like, one, how do we taste gin? You know? I don't know. Like, how do we taste gin? What do we get from it? I'm curious. So, all right. Let's, let's analyze this gin. Because. Fucking nerd. I, I'm, look, okay. I'm a gin girl. I, I likes me some good unique gin and we found also a fun unique cocktail to make with it and so uh first let's just let's just do our deductions uh unlike whiskey you don't really need to nose a gin i think too much because like you're gonna get the main things like it's gonna be juniper yeah it's gonna smell piney it's yeah like there's certain things that are expected of gin that's just gonna be like Boom. And there's just like a degree of spice or sweetness depending, but it's kind of the same. Like you're either going to get juniper, citrus, or wild card, I suppose. And this one, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty straightforward. You get the juniper on the nose, um, surprisingly subtle with like the, the really foresty kind of flavor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it's not super dry, um, and you don't really get a a harsh ethanol like burn like some of the other ones that we try like uh, what is it blue coat and and uh, Seagrams it's a little bit more like you can tell there's ethanol this one's a little bit more subdued um, what did you think about first tasting it just on its own well you know one hundred percent like I agree with you it's like a lot up front on the nose a lot of juniper there's a little pepper in there. You know, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's herbaceous. It's, it's dope. It's fun. You can kind of smell a little bit of the ethanol, which to me means it's like less flowery, a little bit, you know, I actually don't know what the proof is, but I think it, I, I think it might be a little bit of what you tend to get for noble gin. You can kind of get that even when you smell it. If I remember, I believe it's around 46, um, percent alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. look at that, you know, and it's like, it's, it's super, it's very rich. You know, there's a lot going on. You're getting a lot of berries. It's very clear. You're getting the juniper going through clear, the blueberry going through very clear. And it's also very dry. And one of the things about that is that it's interesting because I had a little bit of the Hendrix Lunar, which we did in the last episode, you know, of Behind the Bar. And they have similar tastes, but the body is different. Whereas Hendrix does have a little bit of that pepper and some of that spice and it's pretty dry. It doesn't have the complete body and it's more cucumber forward. And that makes the Hendrix not really have the body to carry the spice, to carry the juniper, to carry the pepper. I'm just saying. Well, and I think you're right. This one's a lot more herbaceous than, uh, say Hendrix is this, um, some of the other featured botanicals include uh, marjoram and angelica. You, they're uh, frequently um, in like Italian seasonings and that kind of stuff. It's more of that herbal flavor that comes through. Um, what I got from the initial taste on the tongue was it was herbal, but it was floral. I kind of got like a potpourri 
kind of flavor to it and i think that comes from um those blueberry skins it like you don't really get a blueberry juice as much as you get that kind of tannic yeah herbaceous and i think that comes through in the body i think what kind of sets it apart from other gins like hendrix is uh the bladder rack uh because I got almost something that was uh, salinic, or like a mm. little, like a little bit salt watery, um, and I think that kind of ties into that dryness that you're talking about, where it, you feel a little bit thirstier afterwards, right? Yeah, it sits in your mouth that way. It yeah, sits, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't occupy too much yeah. space. It's not like it's, scotch or anything. It's not. It's not cloying. It's not lingering. It's just, it's there. Yeah. It's but it's not saccharin or any of those things too. Um, and then at the end, I think you definitely get that kind of um, that blueberry, almost like a sage kind of uh, finish. And I think that's where that marjoram comes in. Marjoram being uh, a relative of mint. I've yeah, it found... is. And I think it's also a little peppery, which is why I think some of the, you know, if you eat it, the leaves raw, mm. you know, and it's very rich. Um, it's odiferous. It's it fun. Is. It's funky. It's also very good in simple tomato sauces. Really? Yeah, I like that it. That sounds delicious. It's nice. Yeah. It, it's also got uh, rhubarb in mm-hmm. it, and I think that also kind of contributes to that body. Um, the cocktail that we decided to make with this, I found in... Lady! Pink lady! All sexy! No. <laughs> um, it was. I found it in just a random like bartender's guidebook, and uh, the cocktail we made, I think, came out pretty damn fantastic was uh pink lady pink lady pink lady simple easy one and a half or 1.75 ounces of gin honestly any recipe tells you a splash of um oh my grenadine a splash Mm -hmm. of grenadine um uh, some fresh lime or lemon juice you know about half an ounce just enough to you know give it something to carry half an ounce but you know oh Oh, now, the, the special forgot, part of it. So, some aquafaba, right? Instead of egg white, because one, I'm vegan, so I can't really have egg whites. Aquafaba is literally the the, the, the juice from a can of chickpeas, 79 cents. We've been kind of vibing with the aquafaba lately. I, I vibe though. with it. It's super good. It's really opened up the world of fizzes. It has, because I can't really have the, the egg, or I can't have any dairy, you know. Take it, throw it into, shake it. 10 15 times kind of vigorously strain it no ice into a coop or perhaps uh you know something a little smaller i like a small coop they're super good something tiny something fun if you keep the glass small enough you get a really nice head on that yeah, fizz it's and nice it's something that you could kind of have a little bit of fun with like if you wanted to decorate with it's sweet uh, and it's fun and it's more of an aperitif yeah than it is like a cocktail it's really just like something you might have with lunch or perhaps even a late breakfast, you know, something that you might be willing to have, I don't know, yeah, with the ladies. Um, that's non, non, you know, no gender there, just like, you know, with the ladies. Do whatever ladies do, you know. But I think the cocktail itself, the things that we put into the, the grenadine and the lemon really helped amplify the fruitiness of yes. the gin itself. Yes. And uh, the flavors that I got from the cocktail was fantastic it reminded me of uh fruity pebbles to be honest like it's so like interesting. elegant fruity pebbles not like just a flavored vodka with all the sweetness it was just like a hint of like fruity pebbles 
and oh that's crazy what'd you get what'd you get Uh, it's interesting because like the gin itself made me think of like you know like around a fire because it's rich and it's like you know it's a lot of stuff going on but the cocktail the pink lady made me feel like i had the white privilege oh i felt like i was at a place that has like a brunch and you get discounted cocktails until like four but you're there at 4 15 and and they're you like, know, you leave. They're fine. No, no, no. no. Oh. You leave, and it comes, and it says like the, the after brunch price, and you go, "I'm sorry, this is not the correct price." And they go, oh, "I'm so sorry about that. Let me take care of that for you." And they go away, and they just correct it for you, and it's not a big deal. It sounds like that. It feels and tastes just chill, like relax. And by the way, when you do that, there's no worry or concern. Of course they're not going to question you, not because you expect it, and not because they have any expectations. You just, you it's, said it. There was, just, a, there was an issue, and it's been corrected. And it's been taken care of. Oh, it's nice. It's refreshing. It's the chill. service here is amazing. It's good. And I even have a really awesome way of rating the gin. Okay. Okay. So, I know you like the peppers. The peppers, the peppers. So, I rated 3.8 out of 5 waltzing but. Tilda's. That's the name of the breed. Waltzing Mutt Tilda's. Waltzing Mutt Tilda. Yes. Is the name of the breed that you're giving to the type of dog that would have this cocktail? I just think it's cute. Okay. So it's 3.8 out of 5 Mutt Tilda's. Alright, what about the gin on its own? No, that, that's the that's gin. The, that's, that's the, the gin. gin. I feel like the cocktail, I would put in parody with it because the cocktail wouldn't be anything without the gin. That's true. It like we also tried it with a little bit of seagrams, and I just don't think it brought out enough of the fruitiness of the gin. So, given Parahorn Norwegian small batch gin uh, on its own, I'd go ahead and give it a four flat jackalopes. Oh, that's super good. I think it's definitely something that you might have on like your middle shelf. Something that's good to have with a nice crass cocktail or straight up. This would be one where if I had a close friend coming over to have some gin and tonics while watching some like uh, some some comedy special on TV, this would be what I break out for us. It would be a special occasion, but it wouldn't be exclusive. I vibe with it. Well, this has been absolutely awesome. So, you know, it's unfortunately we have time. We have to wrap it up and keep it you know brief but you know if you want more of this of course you can always go back three days to friday and listen to the episode about cryptozoology from was that in good taste we'll talk a little bit more about it uh cryptozoology and the gin that we're drinking oh yeah but for now thank you so much for joining us behind the bar we're closing up shop and uh i'm chandler phillips i'm james beery and you don't gotta go home but you can't stay here go hug your mother Go on, get!